Hello and welcome back to the Bioprocess Insider Expression Platform podcast. It's been a few weeks since our last episode, but hopefully wherever you are in the world, some sense of normality is in sight. This podcast is a chance for me, Dan Stanton, editor of Bioprocess Insider, to go beyond my usual biomanufacturing news reporting and speak about related topics affecting our industry. Now, the COVID-19 pandemic has been a sharp reminder to the world that when there's a need for a vaccine, lives are on the line and time is of the essence. To speed up vaccine development and manufacturing, some life sciences companies are looking to leverage a type of technology used for many years in other industries like the automotive manufacturing and the aerospace world, the digital twin, and it's making a difference in more ways than expected. Pharma giant GSK teamed up with digital technology leaders Siemens and Atos to pilot a digital twin, creating a complete and real-time simulation of the entire vaccine manufacturing process. Now, at the one-year anniversary of these partnerships, um, I was honoured to sit down virtually with Matt Harrison, Head of Sciences, Digital Innovation and Business Strategy at GSK, to learn more about this approach. We're going to talk about GSK's Digital Twin Technology Initiative. I know GSK has been um, using this or it's, it's, it's gone down this path over the past year. But, you know, in a year where um, vaccine development has really taken centre stage um, in the mainstream media, um, Digital Twin Technology is a concept that I'm not too familiar with. So I, I thought maybe if we could start, if you could explain what Digital Twin Technology is, is um and then we can go from there i mean the simplest way uh you know to describe it really is a is is a a a digital simulator of a real thing you can sort of take it at that simplistic level we're using it um to here at gsk to understand the interdependencies of the factors in a manufacturing process of an adjuvant particle and then essentially using that understanding and algorithm to actually control the quality and the output of the manufacturing process in at, at a manufacturing scale. So it, it's useful to us in development, but it's then also potentially hugely useful to us in manufacturing as well, in terms of understanding variability in development and then managing and controlling that manufacturing variability in manufacturing. So, which is one of the biggest challenges of, of, of any pharmaceutical manufacturing process. So, yeah, at, at a simplistic level, that's what we're that's what we're doing. Simplicity is good, but I, I believe this technology has been rolled out in various other industries, but not so much in the pharma world. Is that the case? And if so, why is that? I mean, I think it, it's complexity, it's technology readiness levels in different industry sectors. You know, there are even things like, you, you know, Ultimately, a biological process or a or a, a pharmaceutical chemical process is a complex, interde- interdependent web of factors, and and really getting to a point where we can understand that to begin to model that to begin to then take this forward is one thing. I think as well, you know, industry sectors come to technologies 
at different times and uh, and some of that is driven by necessity and really the power of compute to manage the complexity to get to a place where we can start to do this real time at scale are some of the factors I think that are really starting to play in here and you know equally I think you, you, you know the industry is under more pressure around the regulatory process it's more under more pressure in terms of time to market for new product so you know the industry is getting to a point where uh, and certainly at GSK we're getting to a point where we believe we can use these technologies to both accelerate development to de-risk manufacturing and increase our quality understanding and, and those are really positive things in our mind. I suppose those were the key drivers for GSK to go down this path. Why a year ago? Um, we've we've been we've been doing this for more you know for longer than that. This has been an inception really, but you get to a place where you can you, you can begin to make it real. Yeah, so you can you you get conceptual ideas, you work on proof of concepts, and then we really start digging into it as we have done now. And you know, so the the year timeline is 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 I guess where we've been actively developing and delivering. But there's been a lot of work prior to that, and there will be a lot of work forward, you know, from here. Because what we've really done here is delivered a real data point around the belief that this can be done, um, and I think that helps us. Yeah, you know, with any digital transformation, building that belief in an organisation that this is real, um, that this will deliver the impact that we say it will, then generally leads to future opportunity, and and that's what this piece of work has been done. We've, we've in you know in collaboration with Siemens, with Atos, with our partners in tech, who've been a major part of this, and you you know our organisation internally, uh, what our organisation in the science functions in GSK. We've really come together to deliver a, a, a point that we want to share because, you know, we think this is really impactful. But it then also allows us to continue to build that belief in the broader organisation that this is a technology that we can really lean on in the future. Are you at the point of proof of concept or um, are you beyond that? No, we've done that. I mean, we've, we've delivered proof of concepts to get to a business case to then get the get get the scale to go do a pilot which we've now done at manufacturing scale we know that this this technology can work for controlling the, the you know the formation of an adjuvant particle and and what that then allows us to do is understand and understand how we use this technology more broadly in our in our vaccine platform so gsk is a multi-platform vaccine company and those those platforms lend themselves to building twins to help us understand the interactions in those processes and different processing steps. And by connecting up the models for the different processing steps and the twins for the different processing steps, we're then able to really take this to a new level, both in our development understanding and then laterally, you know, then eventually at full scale in manufacturing. Um, you mentioned the pilot scheme there, Matt. Um, are you able to um, elaborate on uh, what sort of vaccine or what which vaccine you you were trying this uh, technology out on? So we we tried this on our on, on you know on one of our adjuvant particles. Um, you know, and, and the the adjuvant is is one of our really important technologies for increasing the immune response in a vaccine, and it, it's one of our our sort of strength areas as a company. And uh, yeah, we we used we used it in 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 the manufacture of one of those one of those products. 
Okay, because I mean, obviously, GSK has a, a long legacy in vaccine development and manufacturing. So, uh, uh, with with, uh, with, with uh, bringing out the pilot scheme for the, for this adjuvant, um, is there a case that you can then roll out this technology across well both new vaccines and development and some of your heritage products? So we have a, a really, you, you know, we're really excited about the outcome of this. We think it is very impactful. And, you know, with any with any business, essentially, when you have something that you feel is 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 impactful like this, you you build a plan and an understanding of how you're going to employ this. You know, we have already active strategies and visions around how we take this forward. We're actively working in other areas in the development side of it. Um, and uh, you're working with our operations partners to understand how this technology scales over time and and that's really been born all of those conversations and all of that kind of activity has been born out of this successful pilot essentially which is a, a really big data point that says yep this is real I, I must ask Matt because every conversation we're having with anyone at the moment always mentions uh, COVID-19 and um, did that have any impact in the drive to develop the digital twin, te- twin technology across GSK's vaccine platforms or was it just coincidental that the timing of um, when this proof concept and pilot um, uh, became apparent fell within that pandemic window? I think I think you know with with a lot of things timing is everything and and in, in my mind the focus on the pandemic the focus on innovation in the vaccines industry because of the pandemic has created an environment where the work that was already ongoing the organizations are more receptive to it at this point you know in the sense of you know there's some really big signals that things are changing and you, you, whichever way you look at it, the vaccine market is being disrupted positively. The investment around vaccines is huge, and you know, for us, it was it, you know the pandemic, in a sense of, has, has helped in the mindset. I think, rather than you know, we've kicked this off because of the pandemic. This was already an active piece of work, and 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 you know, we were we were really beginning to drive it, but the conditions. For this to be accepted and to be well understood and adopted, I think have probably been the pandemic. I think we'd be naive if we said the pandemic hasn't helped that. I mean, it is interesting just from a, a journalistic perspective. Uh, three or four years ago, I, I was writing about the vaccine space, and I think it was generally described as the backwaters of the pharma industry. Um, and, you know, there were legacy companies like GSK and others, but not a great deal of innovation, or at least not a great deal of investment in innovation. But um, it does seem like the pandemic has put vaccine development at the forefront, and it's probably about time. Sorry, that's just a small diversion there. No, I mean, I think you know, this, you know, vaccines are hugely impactful to global health. I mean, let, let, you know, let's not duck from that. You, you, you know, I, I saw a, st- a stat recently that said that outside of provision of clean water, vaccines have done the most to improve global health across the, the globe, you know. And, and that when you really take that step back and think about that, that's huge. And, you, you know, yeah, that. The pandemic has, has 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 disrupted the industry. Full stop. You know, again, but it's a fantastically exciting place to be. And in a multi-platform company like GSK, 
the opportunity to impact global health is you know, one of the reasons why I get out of bed in the morning. Look at it that way. I mean, I'm completely uh, in agreement with you here. It's just I, th- I think there's always been the well, it's not the impression. It's the, the fact that compared with an antibody or a cell and gene therapy, uh, it's a preventative measure, which often gets overlooked because, well, you see it now. People aren't that interested until there's a global pandemic or until they've got a disease to actually take some form of medicine or a prophylactic because it's yeah, I mean, and I, I kind of feel vaccines have probably suffered up until this global pandemic um, came along, which is sad, but at least we're kind of now focusing on this space and investing in this space and and following through on initiatives like what you're doing at GSK. You can't argue it's not an exciting place to be at the moment in terms of market sector, for sure. So. Um, going back to the digital twin technology, you mentioned your partners, Siemens and Atos, both very large technology uh, software developers, suppliers. How are you working with them or how are they working with you, should I say? Well, SIPAT Cy- um, well, and, and the Siemens, Siemens sort of organisation have a huge history in, in manufacturing technologies. You know, that's their wheelhouse, really. And, you know, Atos uh, you know, provided uh, you, you know, a high degree of software capability. And then, you know, in GSK, what we've what we've really been able to provide as well is is how to bring the the mechanistic and the process models together and and really drive that understanding. So that kind of collaboration between Siemens and Atos and ourselves to to, to drive that drive that value, we've all brought strength to the table, if you like. And I, and I think that's how we've you know, how I think we've benefited from this collaboration. And we could have gone it alone, but. I don't believe we would have had the impact we'd have had. And I mean, if you want a great example from the pandemic, collaboration is quite clearly the way forward in terms of driving technologies forward. So, you know, I'm very proud of the way that we've collaborated to make this happen and make it real. And just on on collaboration, um, I, well, I suppose it's not collaboration, but um, without potentially naming any of your um, uh, big pharma rivals, is this sort of technology being rolled out by others? Is it being uh, embraced by other vaccine or potentially but even? I, I think in the, in this situation, you know, we, we we've we've got to stay focused on on the impact that we believe GSK um, as a, a leading vaccines company can can have and utilize the tools that we can create to, to have the impact that we believe as a company we can continue to have. There is a absolutely a place where the industry needs to collaborate. And, and when you start to disrupt in this way, you, you know, there are areas where actually your collaboration is hugely important. You know, for instance, the regulatory space, that's going to be really key to us. One of the purposes of really sharing this work is to help the industry understand where we are as a company. And, you, you know, I, for one, I'm very open to collaboration more broadly if we can, certainly in areas where it, it really is going to be industry helping to have that, uh, have those conversations. Yeah, but we're, you know, we've got to stay focused on, on the GSK side of it and you know, the impact that we believe we can have for our ambition around global health. And does that does that go beyond vaccines into other modalities, or is it solely in the vaccine space at the moment where you're um, um, able to utilise this? I mean, you know, the the work that we're doing is an impactful signal, independent of modality. And there are you know, digital twins mean different things to different people as well, and different modalities can use digital twins in different ways. And 
you know, I, I think one of the areas that we're starting to look at um, is how how the twins are working between the different modalities. I mean, you'll have seen the recent announcements around prevention and treatment being together as in one R&D organisation within GSK. And, you know, we've clearly collaborated across our company already, but this creates a further opportunity for deep collaboration in this space. Um, and I fully expect to do so. So it's almost as if the traditional sort of silos within a, a large pharma corporation like yourself can be kind of broken down slightly with with these sorts of innovations. And it's it's not just looking at a specific product, not specific not a specific modality, but across the greater product range and portfolio and pipeline. It it comes back to you know, in my in my mind and, and and I see it in our company. When does great collaboration really not result in good things? You know, it's it's about if if we if we come together to solve some of the bigger challenges and you know ultimately how you routinely make vaccines and medicines, understand the process, understand the sort of the control strategy around your manufacturing process, be able to take that in a way that in operations you can then both give operations flexibility but equally give you know operations confidence that you can make the product right first time that's hugely impactful independent of modality that's no different that's a pharmaceutical problem it's not a vaccines problem or a, a small molecule problem or a bio problem well that's it thanks again for listening um, if you want to get in touch then contact me dan stanton at dan.stanton at informer Dot com. That's Informa, I-N-F-O-R-M-A. Um, besides that, you can go to my website, bioprocessinsider.com, to read the latest news in the biomanufacturing space and sign up for our free newsletters. Thanks for listening and stay safe.